0: The team is proud to bring you WeFA waves, the sound waves of your career. And the F words. The taboo stops here. Let's tackle the tough issues together. Hi, my name is Lindsay Rainwater. I am the founder and CEO of the Women in Fitness Association. We believe that storytelling has a magical way of connecting us all. We give a voice to tough topics and break down any fear of being alone. Weefa Waves is the podcast devoted to the sound waves of your career, giving voice to our global community. Please also enjoy our newest addition to our podcast family, F-Words. We highlight the taboo topics and feature words like fertility, finance, facelift, and fillers. We're going to break down any tough issues that we might face together. Enjoy today's episode of Weefa Waves and F-Words.
1: Welcome to another episode of Weefa Waves. My name's Jennifer Halsall, and I'm here with Morgan Hills Adetoye and our esteemed guest, Rachel Young. And Rachel Young and I decided a couple of nights ago that you must call her Rachel Young at all times, not just Rachel and definitely not just Young, but together is the, is the power combination. So a little bit about Rachel Young she is the director of business development for MyZone EMEA and th- there's actually so much more to her than her business title because i know she is an avid um she's an avid athlete if if you follow her on instagram that's at the rachel young you will see just how avid she is all of the time rain doesn't stop her Travel doesn't stop her. Nothing actually stops her from getting her MEPS. Um, but another really important element and one thing that I love about Rachel Young is that uh, she's a gay woman that works very hard to help Unveil the discrimination work that we need to do and the diversity, equity, and inclusion work that we need to do in the fitness sector. And to further this, she is the vice chair for the inclusion group with Europe Active. And we're going to get to know her a whole lot better over these next few minutes, I'd say 30, 40 minutes. But uh, welcome to the Weefal Waves podcast for Rachel Young.
2: What an introduction. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for having me and I'm uh, pretty excited to be here, probably more excited than normal and um, particularly following that introduction and I'm very pleased that you used Rachel Young in its entirety. I've been trying to use it since so I just think it's got way more clout. So thanks for that Jen.
1: We're going to get this started for sure and I, I just I just noted a, it noticed a few fun facts that I forgot to mention uh, and I think that we definitely need to mention before they get started or we get started um, your favorite food is beef Wellington.
2: Oh yes, that's
1: crazy traditional. Oh, I don't know if I've... You. Yeah. <laughs> I. Yeah, I I don't know if I've had a beef Wellington, but that that's a reason for a trip, I think. Your favorite color 100%. is orange. Um, your favorite song is Bruce Springsteen. I'm on fire, and. Uh, you and I both have ADHD, so we're ADHD twins, but you used your ADHD to, um, to an uber-productive level over lockdown, and you la- launched
2: your own website. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm, try- I'm trying hard to use it as an uber-productive uber power, um, but as you know, managing managing us and our traits is a, is a full-time job, so sometimes fall off the wagon. Um, I'm certainly not an expert in, in any way, but what I'm an expert in is my experiences, what's worked for me and how it's helped, helped me to, to tame the beast or sharpen the saw, for want of a better phrase. Um, so I've thoroughly enjoyed doing that. When you asked me what my favourite colour was, it was quite interesting because I immediately said orange. And when I said to Philippa, you know, they've asked me what my favourite colour is. and she went, oh, what, what is it? I said, orange. But you don't have anything in your wardrobe that's orange. So it's bothered me that orange is my favorite color, but perhaps it's because it's chocolate orange uh, would be my favorite chocolate. But it's always been orange. Maybe it's been ingrained into me.
1: Now, I, I live in a country with an abundance of orange, so I think I could probably hook you up with some orange clothes. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Morgan, do you want to ask the first question? Oh, sure. Sure. I would be happy to.
3: At WEFA, we believe that your big picture, your purpose informs your daily actions. So can you tell us a little bit about what your purpose is and if that or how that informs your daily action?
2: Yeah, I I mean, it's taken me a long time to fathom this out um, and to to actually understand and get a bit of a structure to it. But uh, I'm always believed, always believed that I was put on this planet to get people moving physically and mentally. And um, even as a as a as a kid in sport um, and just trying to be the life and soul. Maybe that's the ADHD. I uh, was the entertainer, but I felt that that was the way of getting people, you know, moving physically and mentally. And that was kind of part of my purpose. And the way that I've I've kind of honed that more recently that I've learned to use the the challenges and experiences of my life um, to share them with others, to go, you know, you're not alone in this or you may be feeling this way, and this is what I've done to to help and support it. And that's really – it really fuels me to have this passion to make a difference to other people's lives because I don't want anyone else to get to 49 – yep – I said that out loud. I don't want anyone else to get to 49 and have you know not not have helped them. I want to give back, I want to contribute, and, and I certainly want to share to try and make everybody you know look a little bit better and that that's my purpose.
3: That's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing. It's so important too. so thank you for. contributions that you do make. I think we were talking about this a little bit before we jumped on, but how important it is to share stories and share experience. Uh, So many people, like you just said, really have no idea that someone else also is experiencing what they are currently experiencing and how much power there is in that light that goes, oh my God, I'm not the only person that's going through this, um so I appreciate someone you. Said
2: to me that. the other, someone said to me the other day that you, I think it's a great phrase is you never know what is in what is in somebody else's backpack. And I think that's a really good thing to to think about because you know we've all got this exterior, um and you never know what's in their backpack. Is it you know a useful experience that they can share? Is it a scar that they've got that's you know the constant baggage that they're carrying around? So that's I really made me consider we've all got a backpack, whether we like it or not. (laughs) You know, if you're, if if you have thoughts, you have the ability to have negative thoughts and positive thoughts. So it's going to impact your mental health or your mind health. So what can we do to help others and just, you know, be more considerate?
1: I, I think that's a, that's a really good point. And, you know, we, we talk about this a lot in our, in our inclusion group with Europe active about, about bias, right. I mean, our bias is our, our own lived experiences and how we see through the world. And then we look at other people through the lens of our bias. And the only way to get beyond that is to is to get curious and connect with people. So I, I and, you know, when you when you talk about getting people moving, it, it, it's just it's the most important connection you can have is with yourself. Not just with your with your mind, but with your body as well. Because when you learn how to make a connection with your body, you can connect with you can just connect so much more deeply with other things. And then the people who you're connected with through movement I don't know about I don't know about you, but they're my deepest connections.
2: Are, yeah, are my I, movement I, I think that that make that really makes sense. But it, what I said earlier was, it took me a while to get to this point and understand it because I think yes, I was put on this planet to get people moving physically and mentally, but I was doing everything for everybody else and trying right. so hard to put it all out there. But what I realized was, you know, I had to sort this out first <laughs> and make sure that I was authentic and congruent with my thoughts and my actions, because if not, you're, you're building on, you know, you need some firm foundations. So that was the the really big takeaway and learning for me from, I guess, lockdown and COVID uh, when that first started, it made the extrovert, the person that's super busy, uh, too busy to focus on themselves because it was probably going to be too hard and too painful. I had no option but to look in, have a chat with myself, have a look in the mirror. What did you see? Um, and then I really realized how that my purpose that I knew was there was actually real. You know, i had been hunting four years for my wine. Everyone said, just find your why and you'll be okay. Just find your why. I, I did not know where the bloody hell this why was. You know, I went traveling, um, I went all, all around the world and I would, you know, keep I kept hunting for it. A friend of mine once said, you know, wherever you go, there you are. I never really got it. And I was thinking, where's my why? And then lockdown, I realized what my why was. You know, it was all my kind of my battle scars and that everything that I looked in and saw. I understood and use it to fuel, I guess, the passion. So I feel like I can really be authentic about what I want to do and what I, how I want to contribute.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Give, Give you enough time and you learn how amazing you are. And we already knew it anyway, but, but okay. So can, can we take a, take a step towards your, towards your, I guess career and maybe even life accomplishments. Like looking back, what are your what are your top one to three career or career related accomplishments for you yeah. personally?
2: So, I'm going to say landing my first job um, was with, which was with Fitness First. Um, I, they were the you know one of the fastest growing growing brands in the fitness industry my dad was very much into the stock market knew I was into fitness and it was like you need to look at these guys and I did not know how to get in because I'd bunked off going to university uh, I had this very negative approach to myself my values and what I was all about um, and then I discovered something and uh, I, I saw another brand that was well I, I got I discovered something about something happening in the fitness sector and I wrote a letter to the owner of Fitness First and said, not sure if you know about this or if you're interested in it, but it might be a good opportunity for you to maybe buy this company or, or look into what they're doing. And it, it, I was kind of pushed and encouraged to send the letter. I didn't think I'd get a response. I got a response by a phone call from Mike Balfour going, uh, oh, I, don't, I know who you are. Uh, thanks for your letter. Let's have a chat. I mean, clearly I was excited and I totally shit myself because I didn't expect anyone to come back to me and that was in the dark ages so he really gave me a chance and it I learned so many life lessons from that about firstly having the balls to put yourself out there because the worst thing that someone can say to you is no and it really is or they're dead there you go they're dead or no and just to keep pushing and take a bold step, so no it is it's the second worst thing, isn't it? So I learned a lot of skills in, in through there um, and to, to put yourself out. and then during that journey, um, we did some some fantastic things. I left fitness first probably three times, but always went back to work for different projects. I was always kind of brought back in. And one of the things we did was we converted a whole bunch of clubs. And this was a highlight for me because I'm I'm people inventing the future. Um, and really long story short, we kind of changed the business model uh, where we could have so, you know, high volume, low cost memberships within the group. Um, and managed to persuade them that you could knock down a studio wall because group exercise doesn't need walls. Take a sledgehammer to the walls open up these facilities. And we, we had ended up converting 10 clubs and launching them within 11 days. So it was, for a fitness junkie, it was brilliant. The vision became a reality. It was very hard work. I think I got uh, three parking fines in that entire journey because I was driving all over the country, uh, three points or three lots of points. My dad kindly took some off me. I'm not sure if I should share that, but thank you, dad taking my points <laughs> and stopping me from losing my license so that was a big thing 10 clubs converted open in 11 days that's good that was fantastic it's one point it's as like, well
1: it's like one of those reality shows right like where they do the total house transformation but it's like total fitness club
2: transformation in 11 days 10 clubs it was it was pretty pretty good fun And on, then on the i mean it's hard to pick three I think you'll probably find you've got four. I always add, like to add value. Um, you can you can have four.
1: They're they're all like they're all really good stories, and we want we want to hear them, Rachel Young.
2: So, at one, I was doing some project work and would be finding sites for people, helping them start with uh, clearly fitness operations, helping them with their fit with their business model. I was going around finding sites for other people. And I stumbled across something and I thought, you know, I'm going to take this on for myself. And I created a uh, it's kind of a, it was basically group training. It was basically group training. It was um, my vision was to build a community. I wanted women in there to train. How was I going to, I didn't care whether people had trained before or not trained before. I wanted to create something that was very inviting, welcoming. And what I learned was, although it was a, roller coaster what I learned was I was more than capable of creating that magic because the place that in the black and white of it the facility had no parking it had no showers it had no heating right it was pretty awful and I I can say that Um, what I managed to create was a fantastic community of uh, people who just wanted to work out no one had any care whether they've been a member of a club before or not. So I had a mixture of from almost pro athletes training next to, you know, overweight people who just wanted to move. I I saw the value of, you know, strength and conditioning for women, lifting weights um, and the power of that, but I didn't know how I was going to get them in there. So we just focused on it's about results. The first class was always on the house. It was on me. Just come and give it a go. If you don't like it, just, you know, that's fine. And I created some magic. I created a community. So it's not about the stuff; it's about the heart and soul. Was my my takeaway from that? It wasn't about the parking. So when people go, oh, we, we're not going to join because there's, um, you know, we need showers, we need parking, we need heating. You need a
1: life and soul. Yep, community, community plus what plus heart. Yeah, that equals that equals gym.
2: Yeah. hundred And that's what we lose sight of. You know, people say, well, that's easy to do because it was a small facility. No, I truly believe that you can put that across people to people. You put that into the culture of your, you know, multi-site brand and you start with your core values and the DNA of your people. And it is contagious and will go across your group and across the, you know, your staff and your members catch it your members end up running the club for you, but in a good way because they're your raving fans and your brand ambassadors who just want to, you know, just have a bit of fun. Yeah, that's when you know you're doing a good job, right? When
3: your participants are your best salespeople. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone they know, and that's the best kind of community for sure.
2: And I guess my final thing would be, because, you know, you asked for three and Rachel Young's going to give you four. Um, it's got it it's got to be the EFRA event that's just happened um beginning a lockdown I got my friend bought me a really nice leather book, and I started to read write down my goals and what I wanted to do and one of the key things for me to be better at was kind of in contribution because I feel like I've got way more to give to the sector than to you know to what to what we do, so I'd written down um I wanted to be part of UEFA. I was going to be a UEFA ambassador, and I wanted to, pre- amongst other things, I wanted to present at an EFA event. I wrote that down. I had no idea how I was going to make any of that happen or how uh, that it would happen. And when I look back over, you know, and see what I've written down, I was actually got to contribute as a UEFA ambassador and at, EFA, um, at the EFA event. And the icing on the cake is that it's all about driving inclusion. Um, and that was something that, you know, I didn't really expect to happen. Um, it, you know, certainly well needed um, and needs to be a, approached in, in the right way because we're the people business and that's without the people we, we have nothing. So to, yes, to almost tick that box, it's not a box I'm just going to move on from. Contribution is really key, giving back because there's a I, I've got I've got loads to give. <laughs> there's plenty more Rachel Young left in Rachel Young. Amazing. Uh,
3: snaps, snaps for that. <laughs> Speaking of global ambassador, I um you are a global ambassador for WIFA, as you mentioned. And What is your origin story, Tawipa? How did you find out about us and what, you know, what made you write down those things?
2: So I'm a, I'm a bit of a stalker, actually, and I have to, I see things, we'll sit on the sidelines, watch, learn. I'm always quite skeptical, I think, um, of, of things. So I think it was uh at the first ursa when you when you launched i kind of sat on the sidelines watched what was going on and i've seen the journey and it was something that i knew i wanted to be a part of but i wasn't in the right place i wasn't in the right place to go i'm gonna jump in with this i think you as a as a brand and what you've done have, have absolutely evolved over that period of time and it was this year or oh, i'm really confused about what year we're in um, I got to have a conversation with Lindsay, um, I liked what you're doing, and I just reached out to Lindsay and said, look, I'd just like 30 minutes of your of your ears, can we have a chat? Didn't know what it was going to come, come to, wanted to talk and understand a bit more about the Weaver journey, and uh, I realised on that call, I needed to be on this bus, and now was absolutely the right time. Actually, I'd already joined up, um, but I wanted to you know, get under the bonnet and speak, speak to Lindsay. Knew it was the right time. And when you hear the passion, sentiment, uh, you can, there's a palpable, you can feel it. You know, it's quite un un unquantifiable. It, I call it the snuggly, wuggly stuff that you just can't kind of put a number to. Um, but it's the snuggly, wuggly stuff that made me go, absolutely, this is right. And I want to push to be, you know, how do I become an ambassador? How do I help you as a brand and as a business move into the uk or into different territories because it was i've always felt there was a bit of a brand in myself so rachel young wanted to make sure that i understood it and that our values aligned and for a group that truly do want to make a global impact um i am right behind this so now an ambassador um and I think early part of next year, latter end of this year, we're going to really crack on myself and Kirsty about what we can do to help you. Um, because there's so much appetite over here. And I think us, us Brits are probably doing what I did, sitting on the sidelines and watching. Um, but I do know if I cast out that net, just start having some conversations. I think people will be quite blown away by, the values what you stand for the the value of having a great network. I did the I did the lead program and I've done things like this before. Yeah, I've done personal development and been on courses and and really enjoyed them uh, but not like this one. This was just a whole new level of you know getting the book back out, writing it down again. You have to keep constantly revisiting and just and making yourself sharper when you've got people who are in the same sandpit and have the same challenges and the same understandings you're really able to help and support and challenge each other in in a good way so my my network has grown without me trying to go grow my network you know like from you know mikey texts me today about something can you help? i've got a question on this can you help me there's people messaging it and reaching out from so many different territories, which is brilliant because it can only bring us closer together. Sorry, was that a bit of a ramble? No, but
1: you you, you built the you built the perfect bridge to the next question because you know I'm I'm also over in Europe and Wifa Wifa is growing steadily, but had yeah, the, there's a different climate almost in in every in every country like if if you could wave your magic wand and like time money and capacity were not a, a, an, a problem or a barrier what should we do to make to make Europe and the UK know about UEFA
2: magic wand um totally open mind from everybody yeah. it's not a militant women's club burning bras and tying ourselves to railings It's a fantastic network of people reaching out and connecting to uh, strive for gender parity. And I think so open mindedness, uh, support with language and messaging, because there's a lot of misunderstanding. And I think sometimes groups like this and some of the and from the work we do with the inclusion group can fall on deaf ears because it falls into the too hard bucket. Not that people don't care, but it's like, God, Mm -hmm. what does this all mean? You know, you explained equality and equity so well the other night about everybody being, you know, uh, equality was is everybody being involved in the race. Mm -hmm. Equity means everybody's got the same chance of winning and completing the race. Did
1: I get it right? You got it right. Oh, oh, well simple. then, I, I did explain it well. If you remember sim- it, almost a week Simple later. things
2: like that are really important. It can be difficult. Um, I think we all need to also appreciate ourselves more. Appreciate ourselves and know, actually, this isn't a you know guys, you've done the wrong thing group. This is a how do we help each other be more successful? It's it's a confidence thing. It's a it's a it's a sex thing. It's a understanding of ourselves thing. How can we support each other and educate each other more? I'd like to see, you know, we have very much a strong presence in America. I think that I I referred to my first story of the um Ursa event. Well then mm-hmm. let's have we, we for events at you know the, the UK. Let's get something happening at Elevate next year. And it's just even a, you know, we for members and we for not members. It's just a networking event. Let's open the door and and start talking because I I think people will be pretty much blown away about what they can learn, what they have access to. I have friends in ACE now. Who knew? Yeah, just by being connected through the Run the World They're very friendly.
3: (laughs) The global connection, right, is such a big deal that I think that the pandemic brought a lot of light to that as well was before the pandemic, actually, WIFA trying to explain to people how incredible it is to be able to connect with women, men, people all over the world. And then everyone being forced into virtual life and going, wow, I can be on a call. I mean, there are times on WIFA calls, it's so magical. This just happened last week where there was a woman in Kenya that was on the call. Um, there was a woman in New Zealand, Australia, one woman was like, stayed up late in Europe for a while, (laughs) and the US Canada. So it's, it's really magical to have those global connections. Jennifer and I work together every single day. She's in the Netherlands, I'm in Colorado. So there's just so many things that we can do. There's no limits. And I think that's, I hope that that's the feeling that people get. From WeFAs, there's no
2: limits. We're we're here. To- there's so much um, diversity of thinking within the group, and uh, different experiences from you know CEO level, kind of PT level, all sorts of different experiences that you go, wow, actually that that's really supportive. Or I've never thought of looking at something that way. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. Absolutely.
1: So I want to talk about. Are you supercharged, Rachel Young? Because we know you're supercharged, but I think uh, other people need to, need to know about it. it th- this was the platform, the concept that came out of the lockdown, uh, and and your connection with your your purpose. This was the the manifestation. Can Can you give us a, a rundown of? Are you supercharged? What is it? What are you saying? What
2: are you doing with it? So it all sort of started, like I said, at the beginning of lockdown when I truly shit myself, uh, whether I was going to survive this, not from a COVID perspective, but from my own kind of mental health, my own sanity. Now I'm the extrovert. I'd done 10 countries in 15 days before lockdown. Then it all stopped. So for my own sanity, I just started to... Okay, let's just embrace this. Let's look in. Um, And I just started to make some Facebook videos uh, to hold myself accountable. I didn't think anyone was going to look at them. Um, So as time went on, it was just on how I was feeling, what happened that day, some of the challenges. Um, And as I started to get feedback from people going, thanks for sharing that, or I have ADHD, or... I was really bad at school or I used to drink too much. <laughs> it is endless. The the stories and the people that reached out and just think I can only talk about it when I can talk about it. So it's normally I decided to, one of the things I learned, you know, Jen, I was always thrown out of class at school. I was never good enough. Um, I have very kind of high, high, low lows, one million miles an hour or nothing. I thought I'm going to put all the effort that I've always put into my physical activity, into my mental activity and see what I can actually do so I call it brain training I managed to use my my zone I'd get my body into a green zone right because I kind of 60 to 70 percent so my body is occupied I plug my headphones in and I started to read um sorry listen Um, so I started to listen and what I realized was I could actually take stuff in I called it hit learning because it's only short burst so I could do short burst learning and after that I was almost inspired to share something or a, a light bulb would go off. My clarity of thinking after working out or moving in the morning is just amazing. And that moving is it's not, you know, it's it purely not for the physical benefits, is is fantastic, but it's the the mental clarity and the able to see the able the ability to know, understand things a bit more. So I just started to to share that. And, you know, I can't sit still. I'm not very good at, uh, don't tell my zone this, but I'm not very good at technology. Um, so someone said to me, look, all of this stuff, shh, don't tell them. Uh, someone said, why don't you put it into a website? I had no idea where to start. So I did what I always do is I wrote it on a fag packet, reached out for a bit of help, um, and was able to put something together. And for me, it's it's a filing cabinet of thoughts, a resource i want to grow it so that people can connect and ask for a bit of help or support and then someone came came to me um a couple of months ago and said oh i've looked at your website and there's a there's no data capture there's no call to action and i can't see how much your pricing are uh, is and i said that's fantastic because i want people to connect because there is there's an email link there's no pricing because I just want to be able to talk about it. this is about sharing and contributing. And if it leads to other things, then, you know, it leads to other things. But there's a resource to to tap into and the ability to help people and help them drag their carcass out of bed in the mornings when they would prefer just to roll over and hit the snooze button or just go, oh, I've had enough to help people understand that. You know, nobody tells you when you failed. There's only one person that can tell you when you failed, and that, that's you, right? So you either keep on trucking or change your approach. So if I can share some, you know, nuggets of batshit craziness and experiences from my journey, then then that's that's what I'm doing. I, I love I love labor labors
1: of love, and I love when it, when you put that kind of energy out into the universe because it just multiplies when, whenever stuff like that goes out, it comes back to you in multiplicity. So that that's really, really, um, an inspiring story. And I, and I hope that it continues to grow.
2: I think that the the big thing generally is just the honesty. So it's not me going, Oh, this is a really good story. I'm going to share it. Um, it's stuff that's happened and it's real and it's just sharing that experience and being able to not looking for sympathy just going if this sets a light bulb off for someone and can help them or like I said drags their carcass out of bed then it's the you know then that's a win for me
1: are we are we ready for rapid fire Morgan
3: yes Rachel Young I appreciate all of your stories and being here I think there was So many nuggets, so I can guarantee some people are taking notes while they are listening to this. Um, So, yes, let's go into some fun rapid fire questions, and then we'll have you tell everyone where they can reach out to you and find you. I'm ready. Our first question, are you a TV show person or are you a reader?
2: Oh, TV show, if I have to choose. And are
3: are you binging anything right now or is something just giving you life?
2: Succession. I don't know whether you have it on. Yes, you'd have, have it on your planet. Yeah. Succession is fantastic. Love it.
3: I love succession too. My husband is very much so into it. And then he got me into it and definitely takes some focusing. But man, that family is wild. Yeah.
2: Dad, can I borrow some money? How much do you want? Not a lot, just a hundred million. No big deal. (laughs) No
1: big deal. Speaking of binging, how quickly did you eat the package of stroke waffles that I gave you? Okay so
2: the first time I'd ever come come into contact with those I wasn't too sure I had one in the bedroom which led to a further three before the event (laughs) went to the event all day went out to dinner went back to the room and by the time I was in in bed I'm going to say about 1am the entire packet had gone.
1: 24 hours is not bad absolutely not bad okay what what's your guilty what's your guilty pleasure outside of a beef wellington what would you finish that meal with
2: um i love uh a banoffee pie anything with bananas oh a banoffee pie what's in a banoffee pie It's like cream and bananas and bread chocolate. Anything that is really probably bad for you and very sweet would be the ultimate dessert.
1: Okay. Good to know.
3: For the last one, you mentioned that you've traveled a lot. So what is your favorite place to travel to?
2: I got married in New York City on New Year's Eve. So I'm going to have to say in New York is the place to go. It was a really good idea at the time, but very expensive for every New Year's moving forward. So I kind of don't recommend. It. <laughs> You'll never it's forget. Kind of cool. But that has to be my go-to special place. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, New York on New Year's. Also, New York and that holiday time is the most magical place. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <sighs> Well, thank you so much for being here. And please tell everyone where they can find you.
2: Absolutely. I'm more than happy to connect with anybody on LinkedIn. So come and find me, come and find me there. I have an Instagram page with my are you supercharged videos. Um rusupercharged.com is a website if you want to have a look at anything. And rachel.young at myzone.org more than happy to connect so please reach out i've loved this chat very much thank you
3: thank you so much for being here and until next time our Weefa waves community we will be back at you soon
1: start at the beginning start with you we lead leadership through elevation awareness and discovery In a nutshell, it's 13 weeks, plus you, a partner, and a community going on an intensely supported personal deep dive into who we are, why we're here, and how we are going to make the biggest impact possible. Sound big? It's a completely transformational program that we recommend for everyone, no matter the age, experience, or background. Join us for the next edition of the WeFA Lead Program.